yeah it is recording in progress how are you ben i'm good baby how you doing what's going on good i'm good baby yeah Thanks, i daddy full disclosure uh for anyone listening uh my like super is currently fixing our bathroom so if there's any noise or whatever um that's what it is you know we're that's what we do here we fix things we get it done we get it taken care of is oh, he your uh... roof is leaking oh well <laughs> give me one to three weeks and we'll take care of that <laughs> is your basement flooding because there's a hurricane well <laughs> right you shouldn't have messaged me only a year ago you should have messaged me two years ago i would have got right. around to it probably maybe it's just so funny in new york how far back like the the, te- the like scamming techniques go where the people do the contractors contractors and landlords and stuff do as little as possible to like really fix a thing it's like here's oh a patch it's like no 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 <laughs> this isn't a patch situation this is a systemic issue that goes back to literally like 1776 you need to do something about this the foundation is bones of the native americans that you stole this <laughs> land from maybe we put some, you know, some concrete down there instead. And they're like, ah, I got a guy who can put some loose rock instead. And you're like, you know what? Whatever. I don't care. We're all going to stink in the ocean. And if I fixed it, years. then you wouldn't call me in another month to come back. And then I lose my work. So what's the incentive to really fix it? You know, other than <laughs> maybe getting <laughs> building a you think that, decent reputation. You think- you think they just want to hang out? They're like, well, nobody really hangs out with me. So if I if I <laughs> yeah, fix it's this, a social thing, not getting more jobs. <laughs> if I if I fix this, who will my friends be? <laughs> like, I, I don't know, well, man. What's crazy? Okay, I told you that uh, I think last week, maybe two weeks ago, about that nightmare job. Yeah. Um, the first guy was like really sad. Like the super was sad because we didn't really help him. And then as we we're leaving, he was like, well, I got a bunch of people I'm going to recommend you to. <laughs> I was like, what are oh, you doing? Oh, that's insane. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> well, you should see us once ever and then never again because we should have fixed the thing. <laughs> I So I don't think about like mob shit that much anymore. I used to be like really like the mob's going to get Yakuza, <laughs> the mob. I was, I was like worried about these organizations, despite the fact that I lived in central Minnesota. And I was like, I haven't seen a person of asian descent in or asian or italian <laughs> yeah, it's descent. funny that yakuza specifically <laughs> right I, like, I haven't seen a non-lutheran white in 365 <laughs> years so i don't know why i think this matters but and it's so funny being here now where i'm like oh yeah i think this stuff actually does still exist in a way that i never understood before where it's like You'll just see you'll see businesses. You'll be like, there's no way they make money. And it's like, oh, this is like a front to launder money. And yeah, so there was a pizza place in Seattle you'd go to and they just like never have stuff. And then right. my ex worked there and she was like, I'm pretty convinced it's a it's a mob. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, maybe my You're brother, like- uh, my brother's friend, his dad was in the apparently in the mob. And that's in tiny town, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. There were uh, we went to over the summer. We went to. Uh, my fiance's uh, uncle's like cabin and he pointed there's on this huge lake in Wisconsin and uh, he like took his boat over to this certain section. He was like, yeah, so all these camps, the mob families used to hang out here and like when they used to like uh, like traffic booze and shit. And I was just like, oh, so there's like a culture. This goes back to prohibition era 
where mobsters were like, ah, bring your kids while we, you know, bury Jimmy in the bottom of the lake. Yeah. It's like, I didn't realize it's such a family friendly environment uh-huh. for mobsters. You know, someone's grilling hot dogs. Everyone's chatting, but there's like dudes in the corner and be like, yeah, he's been saying a lot to the wrong. People. Right. Right. <laughs> Demi's two shoes is about to have no freaking legs for his two shoes. And that legacy just, you know, that's what America's foundation has been built on is secrecy and lies and just <laughs> kind of doing the work just enough to, you know, get by, but also, you know, take a little scratch off the top. Is that what mobsters say? I don't know. I've never <laughs> I think they're the only they're the ones who call it scratch. I'm not sure. I do I love that I... like if you made a bunch of money bootlegging and killing people and you like got away with it, that your kids could become like legitimate members of society and they sure. maybe even become presidents. Which is insane. yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful country that we live in. Do you think you've ever met or been to like a mob-run establishment? No, but I have hung out with the son of someone who was in the mob. Oh, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we didn't know because it's like I think his his dad was like getting out of it, or it was just a dying down business. Because I don't I don't know, but he didn't. He was just like a regular guy whose dad was apparently actually keep hearing about. There's a comedian I think who his dad might have been involved in some of that really is he successful yeah Yeah, i would say so he's he has a level of success that i would enjoy uh anthony devito i think his dad oh really his dad yeah being part of potentially he doesn't i don't think he says too much but like i think potentially his uh dad is what if we had him on a podcast and we just listed his dad's crimes like so we dug into it (laughs) this is who your dad might have killed yeah, I mean, he would be like, well, it. you know more about him. His dad, I think, died when he was very, very young, died slash might have been murdered. So uh, he'd be like, thank you for the information on this man. I never knew. So <laughs> I think I I've been super insensitive, but, you know, we need the listeners and this is juicy. Right. I think I've been into one, at least two mob owned establishments or something or like fronts or whatever, like. One is like right down the block from where I live. And it was one of the worst run. The, the the through line in all of them is like, oh, it's almost as if no one's working here. You know, like <laughs> there are people in here, but nothing is getting yeah, done. Yeah, there's people hanging out. Right. Definitely... And they're like mad at you for trying to give them money for stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like we don't need your four bucks for this shitty slice of pizza. We're making money. Don't worry like, about you, it. You cannot use a credit card here. We do not <laughs> do that. Yet, okay. I guess. Um, but yeah, one was a bar that's pretty close to where I live. And this lady was just, great. It's a cash business. Yeah. Right. And then uh, another one was this pizza place where there's like a comedy show on the back. But like to get to the back of the comedy show, you just had to you had to like. Just sift through like wor- worm your way through a group of people where I was like, there's no way any of you want comedy to be here. You know, like you don't want like young diverse comedians sharing their feelings in your back tent right also mouthy motherfuckers right and it was just like it was a pizza place and then one guy had literally he got like a cheese slice and he unfurls this wad that was like a thousand dollars of gas and i was like well that's weird (laughs) and he was wearing like a velvet like a velvet uh button-up shirt and i was just like this is interesting and then there were these women there where the just stiffest biggest fake titties i've seen in years Hell just yeah. like who was stank just, baby just really i don't know what that reference is but Some real chumbawambas huh <laughs> just 
just really playing slap and tickle with some of these guys, just like sitting by the wayside. They were like in the hallway. You had to walk past them. I was just like, oh, I'm like interrupting like this weird Italian like key party situation where like you. <laughs> You you want us to be done talking just so you can have sex? I also, totally seems got to seem so out of place now, like yeah. in the modern age, when we're like post mating stuff, and you guys right. are like sitting there like I met him twenty years ago. We we found stuff who fell off the back of the truck, and I'm like, are there still teamsters? I didn't right. know. <laughs> right. Yeah. It is a it is a weird uh, just a weird culture in general, but. Uh, how, how's your how's your week? How are you? What's going on? I know you started you start a new job. Yeah, today, I start a new job out. tomorrow today when this comes out. You're right. Yeah. Are um, you excited? Yeah. You know, I need to do something. I'm having a <laughs> I'm having a thing where you're like, OK, I'm really unraveling without having being forced to leave the house and everything sure. else is like suffering. So I definitely need to go do something. I don't know. They, I, I crushed the interview. I felt really good about that. And I didn't have to like. There was no technical expectations, you know, they're like, hey, yeah. you did the work of getting the right certificates and you're willing to learn. We're cool. And like over half of their industry, the majority of it is heating. And they know yeah. that I'm not my school wasn't about that and I'm not trained. So there's not like oh, I don't have okay. to go and be nervous about like, I don't actually know this. They're like, no, we got you. We're going to teach you. We're also huge dudes. It's like two brothers interviewed me and it was one guy. Who I was like, wow, this guy's huge, and he's got the Hulk tattooed on his chest. And then beside him was the dude who looks like the mountain from Game of Thrones. And he he's just like Hulk tattooed on his chest. Did you say? <laughs> Not just on his chest, but also like a six foot decal on his truck. What is like, that really about? Into it. And he really likes the Hulk and lifting weights. Nobody likes the Hulk like that. Like people <laughs> so, are like, don't tell oh, him cool, that, buddy. Hulk. No, <laughs> never in my life. I've seen you gotta so watch many. Where you say that kind of stuff. I've seen, oh, I don't want to make him angry. Is that what, is that his little catchphrase he'd say? I've seen so many bad tattoos, but a, a straight up Hulk tattoo might be one of the worst I've ever seen in my life. It was life. well done, though. I will say whoever did it did a great job. Uh, it was a vibe going in there, though, because I walk in and it's like the downstairs garagey shop area. And the first thing you see is a punching bag and a bench press. And I'm like, oh, cool. You guys like just hang out and just get jacked. I am a tiny bird person that's going to be there. Yeah. But I kind of hope they are like, hey, man, you want to get jacked? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You're going to be talking about mobs and stuff. You're going to be like they're like they're going to be they're going to call you uh, O.L. Blue Eyes or some shit. And you're going to be like <laughs> the fiercest one out of all of them where it's like whenever they, they need someone to fuck shit up, you, you have like a crowbar in hand and you're like wait who, whose kneecap do you need me to break but like you're just gonna be that guy so I'm, yeah the, the other guys are always like i'll take that little one and he's like no oh, he's crazy he's gonna right. go straight for your knees i've seen that guy bite straight through a pcl before are you sure you want to <laughs> handle you know like that's exactly who you're gonna be well i mean i'm excited for you it feels like the culture there just seems great you know it just seems like it's you're gonna vibe so hard with guys who have punching bags in the basement or whatever Hell yeah. But you, know, you at least a, know how much you're getting paid this time, I think. So that's good. I know how much you're right? getting paid. It's like really close to my house, even though I'll be like showing up at different places every day. And yeah, close to your house eight. doesn't matter at all. <laughs> Does it doesn't <laughs> matter to you if it's an hour and a half away. That freaking that's, you know, when you have to get there at seven, that matters. Well, but aren't you on site all the time? Or do you have to go to the location first and then go? It depends, onsite? you know. So like Monday, I'm going there. Sometimes I'm yeah. going there. Sometimes you're right. Sometimes I'll be going into Manhattan straight in. Um, 
I don't know. It's also like variable hours rather than like always showing up at seven an hour and a half away, which I know sure. I'm a big baby for not wanting that, but I do like sleeping at least until the sun comes up. That's like one an of the weird things that I love is sure. like not waking up before the sun. An hour and a half is tough, but it, I just thought this was a career where a lot of times you're showing up on location, so it doesn't matter as much. But I, it's your body, your choice. You know me. <laughs> I respect whatever you're going to do if with that little hot bod you're about to you're about to pack mm. on some muscle to that Yo, bad boy it's gonna so. get firm this jelly is gonna become jam oh i am ready i am ready <laughs> for that people that's what this this podcast needs to be more threatening that's what pe- that's the <laughs> feedback i've gotten so it'll be good for you to be the i think if i wake up one, one day and i look in the mirror and i have muscles my entire personality is going to change for the worst a hundred percent nightmare you yoked is like every New Yorker <laughs> I don't want to talk to. So I totally because you're scared and insecure because I'm beautiful and perfect. You're the guy in the subway not wearing a mask, wearing like these colors don't run tees or something. I was thinking about that today. It's like all the dudes that do terrible cheek. shit in public are always like huge too. They're always like people you like you want to go tell off, but they're like just massive. You're like, yeah. God damn it. This is why we need like a bunch of Diego's running around. Diego Lopez, comedian yeah. fighter. Uh, no, otherwise, <laughs> if I think that we need to clarify that, <laughs> otherwise it feels I need more a Diego's. little weird for you just You're to like say that. Pro Hispanic dudes, but like in a really weird way. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, uh, that's so. Funny. Uh, yeah, uh, Diego. I saw him last night. Actually, yeah, he was at a him and him and other uh, another fellow comedian, Michael Brucey, were at a party. Wait, they were together. Night. Like they a, were together. They were dressed the same. Uh, it, <laughs> it looked like a. It looked like they were about to audition for like West Side Story. It was great. They were in like white tees and rolled up jeans and shit. That's and something I like, like. You know how whenever like a social a big event happens in the world, like comics who will like care about that will like pipe up on Twitter while everyone else just makes jokes about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people it's like the Afghan war, some people it's like protests about something. And for them, it's like people making fun of the Met Gala. Sure. <laughs> like, that's so bad. like all these motherfuckers who can't even wear pants that fit commenting on high fashion. I just right. that cracked me up. <laughs> I was like, wow, you guys really coming out for this. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good to see that you care. You know, it's nice to see where your passion lies. I like that. That's fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was at a party last night for like the first time in a wow. while, I feel like. And uh, I didn't invite you. Yeah, thanks know. for that. I don't know. You invited me don't bowling know. last week, so I think that's good. That checks it off. I did invite you bowling last week. God, my la- early last week was like busy. I went bowling. I went to a concert. That was it. Well, Those are the only two things I did. But <laughs> that's huge. I don't know. That was like a Monday, Tuesday. Wow. That was no, that was a Sunday night and a Monday night. I never do shit on like Sunday leading into Monday, Monday leading into Tuesday. Yeah, Who that's am insane. I? God. Should I find my son? Do you think? I think that's <laughs> nah. time for me. <laughs> Keep him yeah, free, right. baby. Let him fly. You're right. I just thought, you know, I was having like a revelation type situation here, but no. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You should come bowling. It was fun. I had a great time bowling. I fucking, uh, we saw, we ran into Dave Twitty, another fellow comedian. It was nice. Carly. Yeah, who and <laughs> she, Carly was like, Oh, my back hurts from doing all this stuff. And I was like, Ah, you're you know, you know how it is, it's nothing. And then the day after I got done bowling, my <laughs> left ass cheek was so sore. I was like, Did I did something did I get hit in a way? Did someone beat me in my sleep? Like, do I 
And it was all just from fucking rolling strikes, baby. I'm just yeah. an old man yeah. who fucking rolling strikes. Licks, licks the lane. Is that a phrase that oh, people say? No, oh, I'm about to go lick, lick the, the lane. lane. <laughs> no, I found out there's oil on it. That's what there's a sign. It's like, don't walk on there. There's oil on it. But I'm a lane licker now, baby. So my that's a, that up. was a big complaint people had for the gutter. The old gutter was that they didn't oil the lanes enough, apparently. Oh, really? Mine was that bowling is a billion dollars in the city. I thought that was crazy. When we, grew up, we grew up in a place where bowling was like, like they paid you to show up right i uh i was in a bowling league as a child and i won the garfield award which wow i, I now andrew I'm garfield sure... or cat garfield cat garfield <laughs> nice which one's oh, more yeah. offensive the cat one was bad but maybe andrew garfield would be worse <laughs> um but i'm pretty sure it was like a joke award for the like worst bowler or like laziest bowler it was something crazy and in hindsight, I wish I still had it so I could be like, oh, you guys are fucking racist because th this is wild that you would have an award that nobody else gets that they just gave to the only black kid who was just showing up because his parents were like, you we need to get him out of the house. You didn't even do the know? worst. You were in the middle of the pack. There was nothing else distinguishing you right. from everyone else. But we just had to single you out. It's probably like, oh, the kid who fucking likes to eat the most food when they come bowling. It's like, what am I going to hang out with you, Jerry, and listen <laughs> to your fucking opinions on something? Oh, should I should I stick by the lane and wait for my ball to come? Will you tell me why immigrants shouldn't be working in this country <laughs> or should I that get is some bowling fucking... talk. To be fair, that's chatting that happens around bowling. Or should I get some fucking pizza fries and enjoy my Saturday morning, you fucking dog? Okay, God. how dare you give me that award? I'm so pissed about that. Buffalo wings, even though it makes no sense and does not go with bowling. That's also my favorite thing about bowling is buffalo wings. Yeah, the food outweighs bowling every single time. Mm. It I... Never, never once have I gone to it. Well, actually, that's not true. The, not this last time, the time before I went to a bowling alley, some of the worst food I've ever had in my entire life. And uh, it was almost as if they were going out of business and they were just like, they just said, here's what we have and we're not going to make it well because none of us are going to be here on Monday. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was one time the food sucked. I will, I will say that. But <laughs> I yeah, had my in general, party bowling alleys for like six years in a row. I just made that. A which, thing. I loved it. which six years? That's an up important until question. 17. I think I could drive. I remember being able to drive to the last few. Okay. I was like, hmm. I don't know. I, I, I think that feels right for you, but that is, that is like a dicey. Did you see? So you, I don't know if I love that. That's a lot of birthday bowling parties. I think you got to mix it up. Oh yeah. I'm just not, you know, I've always had this thing with celebrating myself where like, let's just get out of the way as easy as possible. Sure. Not and then you're one. like, why don't you drop this bowling ball on my nuts? To celebrate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Everyone line up. Come on. <laughs> You're a freaky oh deaky. I love that about you. That's why this pod <laughs> works. You got a lot of weird shit in your past, you know, and, yeah. and I think that's good. you, you and the person we're talking about today. You know, yes. just, this person might not have two dimensional testicles, but they've got a lot of <laughs> skeletons in the closet. <laughs> shit. Should we start the old pod? Let's start the old pod. <laughs> Every week, you son of a bitch. Welcome to Burn about? Your Heroes. 
This is our podcast. Every week we take someone beloved in history or media and we tell you why they're terrible, while they're why they're gray. The ultimate lesson, I guess, is that no one is really that great. Everyone is at least a little bit terrible, and we find out why. Um I am Albert Kirshner, comedian and the guy who put all those worms in the horses we're freaking out about. I'm the guy who puts worms in horses. That's my thing. Um, <laughs> that's why you got to give them pills to get the worms out. Sorry, I got bored. I love to bowl. I love to party. I'm here. And with me, as always. What's up, everybody? I am professional cornholer, uh, the brown mamba, a.k.a. Uh, cornhole carry himself, Ben Katzner. What's up, everybody? It's so good to be here. What an amazing time to be alive. I love cornhole, by the way. Yo, Not, I was like flipping really through channels. I fucking love it. I was flipping through channels. There is a professional cornhole league. And no way. I promise no you. Way. I it promise you. Always really fun watching something that's like um, like a bar thing being done at a professional level. Yeah, there's a lot of weird like country ass things. Like when I grew up, there were like where I grew up, there were tractor poles and like do um, tractor pulls derbies and, poles and stuff too. sure and that stuff is on tv and people are getting paid to do that it's insane yeah, that's fucking there's sick. there's too much bandwidth there's too much tv <laughs> no, there no. should never be enough time where they're like we should get professional cornhole on tv that's insane <laughs> at what the very least pro? do they like make it really far apart I, I don't know. I think what makes it pro is that like they don't miss a lot. But one guy literally had a drink in his hand. Like it was <laughs> That's not a professional. Sport. It, I was like, <laughs> we were watching it. And we were like, is that a Bud Light? <laughs> like, what is that? And he for sure had oh he was drinking something. It was like, he's in the peak up. of his career. This right ultimate athleticism he's just and they just buds. they they looked like guys who as soon as they were done there. They were going to take their winnings and like commandeer the jukebox at the local bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we are only playing fucking Willie Nelson for the next hour and a half. Oh, and my God. Who, yeah, it, it was interesting to watch, but it exists. I, uh, when I moved to New York, I had two albums on my phone, a Willie Nelson album and a Dej Loaf EP. And that's all I listened to oh, for like funny. a year straight. There's like if I hear any of those like what 20 songs I it just warps me back to that like walking Burger King for Postmates to rich people's apartments. Sometimes sure. it was in Times Square they would just be upstairs. They're yeah. just like I don't want to go downstairs to get Burger King so I'm gonna pay this idiot to do it. Yeah that's that's that is the uh, culture that's New York culture at its finest. So like I'm here but you're poor so you do it and then you're like okay i guess i i guess you own me for the next 15 minutes that's what it is uh we should say that oh, this yeah. is the burn your heroes podcast sometimes you know we are we here haven't to burn even mentioned the guest yet we haven't mentioned our guest or our, yes. our topic whatever but you know sometimes we meander during this podcast and you're just gonna have to live with that if you don't like that please don't turn it off we do need you here we need you to listen to the entire podcast to rate review subscribe to call our moms and tell us tell them that we're doing just fine okay but this is also a valid career even though it doesn't make us any money and none of us have gotten laid off of it. Yes. So just let us, even let our though moms I have that. to also have a separate career to be able to do this one. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is actually <laughs> a burden. Really sad a lot of the time. Yeah. This, this career quote unquote is actually a burden on our, on the things that actually make us money, but whatever, this is a real 
thing we're doing and you will support it as such. But today we're not talking about how sad our moms are about what we're doing with our lives. <laughs> we are talking about the Pope. OK, oh we're talking about Pope God. Francis today, folks. Uh, I think there's like a numeral associated with him, but I don't care. Yeah, John I'm Paul not here to count popes. All right. I just Listen, I didn't Francis. start a podcast to be counting popes. I came here right. to remember one of them and sass it. Yeah, that's and that's exactly what we're going to do. OK, because, you know, this guy, I know, I know our listenership. I know you're all like, do anybody get everybody. Let them roast. But just stay away from our popey pope. I know yes. that's what everybody's oh, saying. Oh, my God. Well, guess I've what, that message baby? Five times. Like, please, guys, I love what you do. But please just leave our pope out of it. We I don't care just, if you burn other religions. Please. Right. We decided the one thing you all didn't want us to do was go after your guy. But, oh, baby. We're going after him. You can't tell us not to. We're gonna. We're gonna yeah. immediately. We're edge lords like that. I don't know what you want from <laughs> I'm us. Lord of the edge. Albert, you, were you raised? Did you have were you raised Catholic at all? Or I was, was raised Catholic. I made it up to first communion before I was old enough that my mom let me stop going. First communion? Yeah. Which isn't that's that like, far. No, that's that like, like 12. Middle, yeah. That was like middle school. I made it. I think, yeah, just before middle school. And then, I mean, I complained every week. Okay, I had to do sure. CCD before yeah. that. I did Sunday school. Um, and then I complained every single week, purely on the grounds of having to wake up in the morning. That's it. Sure. I was just furious. They had to wake up to go to something I did not respect or understand at the time. Sure. And now that I'm older and I do understand it, I'm glad I, I was right the first time. <laughs> it was a dumb waste of time. Yeah. I can't believe it. You got farther, though, didn't you? You got Yeah, your... I, I was fully confirmed. I am a member of the Seven Dollars Catholic Church still to this day, despite not liking it, not providing any funding to it, never really stepping foot in it. Honestly, well, you're a knight of Columbus, I've heard. I am, not not of, I am not a knight of Columbus, but they do sponsor. They do sponsor like a lot of great dinners. I do remember the Knights mm. of Columbus being like, we got a spaghetti feed. Bring like, your feed bucket. God, <laughs> like, everyone does spaghetti dinners. The Boy Scouts love doing spaghetti dinners. True. We did it at the Methodist Church. They're like, come on down. We've got noodles and meatballs. There's a bar in my hometown that did a uh, it was like a in honor of 9-11, they did a spaghetti feed or whatever. They like a firefighter. It is interesting how people people celebrate or, you know, pay tribute to terrible right. things that happen. Oh, my God. This this past 9-11, I saw so many weirdly dressed old white men. Like I saw a guy who was dressed in like essentially it was like a full on American flag outfit. And I was like. Do you think is this 9-11 for you or is this like a 4th of July golf tournament? Like, yeah. what are you doing with this outfit? <laughs> I don't understand. July, baby. <laughs> it's so weird. It's going to be one of those things where, like, we get like this holiday off or something in like 20 years and people are going to be like, never forget 9-11 sale or whatever yeah. bullshit. And it's going to be insane. Like Fourth of July now, where you just get like really fucked up and wear American stuff, I guess, right? Uh, and just get trashed or right. Memorial Day, just like anything that gives you a day off, just yeah. becomes like a party, no matter what the event is. Every holiday that's like we're celebrating our freedom is exactly what like is a holiday that highlights why we probably shouldn't be like left to our own devices you know what i mean yeah like we're free now i just put a bottle rock into a glass of budweiser and butt chugged it and you're like what yeah this is why the british yeah. should maybe still be in charge you know <laughs> can we can we go back 
you guys want us again, please? They're like, no, you guys are, I mean, even though they're, they're dealing with their own dumb shit, bullshit. You're off the rails, America. Uh, but I love yeah. That. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, raised Catholic confirmed, but stopped. I think I stopped going to, I mean, definitely by the time I got to college, but I think once I was confirmed, my, my parents were like, okay, you don't, you did the thing you're in the registry or whatever. Um, no one can talk shit about us because we got you to this point. Yeah. You're speaking good. of mobs, is there a better mob than the freaking Catholic Church? My God. Well, the Sopranos, Tony, <laughs> Anthony, Anthony Soprano. But uh, other than that, sure. I mean, are uh, they the Gaudis, Uh They are Catholic. I, I don't know. Imagine if <laughs> I, I don't know that any of the big American moms weren't Catholic, but I would love one that was like American based mob that was like, Hindu Buddhist. or something. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're just coming out in, like very vibrant clothing. Right. <laughs> show the time to show this motherfucker Vishnu or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Be, uh, I don't know if that's a real person. I or a real. I think that's close, but I think I fucked it up and I feel bad about. Well, that. the cool if thing you, with polytheistic religions is like there's a lot of gods. You have a higher chance of getting one right. True, but that doesn't mean you should guess them. <laughs> no, while you you're can't. It's being totally recorded. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I, so the, again, raised, both raised Catholic to an extent, but neither of us really, you know, bought in. I, I remember having one of, we, we, you call it CCD and that's what everybody That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Did you do, we just called it that we straight up just called it religion class. And it'd be like (laughs) on Wednesdays, we would just get to miss quote unquote, miss parts of school. Oh, what? Um, We had to do it after school. Early, early, we would get to leave part of school for that, but it, I went to a fuck. public school, so they're like, "What the fuck? You can't yeah, do this." That's illegal, buddy. So then later, it was we would go after school, um, and like I, I can almost remember the moment I was like, completely done. One, I was like, "Oh, they're like totally chill with like being shitty to women and slavery in the Bible." So yeah, yeah buddy. Weird. I don't and know if you I, looked at like all of the Catholic higher ups, but they kind of all look like the same guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> really wild. So there was that. And then I was like, uh, once during one of our religion classes, I asked, I think it was. Oh, it was nobody. Old, you can't be asking questions. Father Corwin, who who was a baller. I will say Father James Corwin. Shout out to him. He would like smoke cigars and like he was kind of a badass. He was cool. <laughs> he had a gun uh, just on the He desk. had a gun. Yeah, he would put it down. He'd be like. <laughs> Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John recite all the verses. Go gun down on the desk. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, <laughs> naming his <laughs> muscles. <laughs> but I was like, so it's totally fine. Like killing is a mortal sin, but like, what if you're in war? Is that fine? And he was just like, uh, you know, the Lord understands. Like he just had this weird answer, and I was like. Uh, yeah. You guys don't mean this yeah, shit. You don't buy in any of this shit. Eighty percent of us leave because you were forced to go to some sort of side church class, and then right. you guys open up to like, either either you have a teen telling us what stuff means, which is immediately I'm not going to listen to someone four years older than me tell me right. what all of life means. Obviously, it's gonna they're gonna sound like an idiot. Or two, you open us up. See, church, you can't just raise your hand and ask questions. Right. You'd be like that guy said something crazy. Oh no, we have to stand up now. You get right. distracted by the ceremony of it. But in those classes, you're like, wait, what if I ask you a question? Because some of this information seems insane to me. Yeah, and that's that's the problem in general with the Catholic Church. And this is an issue I think the Pope that uh, we're talking about is is facing is that like they like divvy out a lot of it's a lot of like 
I'm going to say some stuff and then you just take it at face value. Please don't ask any questions. And then if you do have questions, we they just divvy it out to less qualified people. Yeah. So like someone would say some wild shit in church. And then those classes are supposed to be where you get to ask the questions. But it's not the guy who said the wild shit who's like studied for years to know what he's saying or what she's saying. It's it's people who are just like, well, I want to have good standing within my parish. So I'm <laughs> yeah. not. I'm not watching my kids tonight and I'll just be teaching your kids about why they shouldn't be jerking off. You know, yeah. it's like, hold on a second. And there are like, um, in my, in my church, they were like, when you get married there, I think you have to take, this is inside information from a friend, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Uh, you have to take like marriage classes, but it's like just married people within the church. So it's like, there would be people literally, there was like a guy we knew who like drove. <laughs> I don't know that I can tell this story. I know this person is probably listening, so I won't tell this full story. But just know that there are like people who are like very ingrained in our church, who are also ingrained in like our normal lives, like we grew up with, who like if you get married if, at the church, you now have to talk to like these people about being married. So it's like instead of just being like, hey, the priest is going to be like, you guys are chill, right? It's going to be like, yeah. hey. Patrick and Melinda are going to talk to you about your <laughs> sex life. You're like, like, oh, Patrick, the guy who used to serve me lunch in elementary school is now telling me about why doggy style is a sin. Yo, That's what we're I live beside to be. them. I can hear them fighting at night. Why? Right. He's, I know for a fact that she's never come. So I don't know why this guy would ever be telling me anything. Um, so that churches are weird is long story short. Um, and that's all I blend the Pope. I fully blend <laughs> the church yeah. doesn't have to still be weird, but I blend the Vatican and I blend the Pope. And um, that was such a weird experience is every day. Like the one part of it I liked, I was just thinking about today, how because we were talking about the finances of the Catholic Church, right? This Pope is uh, is having the unfortunate luck of being around during the time when people are suddenly starting to care about that. I was like, hey, where's all right. this money going? And he's like, oh, you guys are going to check. We thought we were, you guys haven't checked before, so I didn't think you're going to check. I realized the thing I liked about our local church was that every week we would say like, hey, these are the people in our community, whether they go to the church or not, who need help. And so we're going to pass around the collections and take money <laughs> from right. you. And then the, you know, we're just going to imply that it goes to them. Right. I'm thinking now I was like, oh, did that even go to yeah, them? <laughs> we should check is really what we're going to make you sad and then take your money. Is that fine? <laughs> it's right. going to be great. And uh, yeah, that's actually a big point of something we'll touch on in a little bit here. But uh, so, yeah, today we we're talking Pope Francis, um, who became Pope in 2013, I believe is correct. And uh, he uh, I don't know, he, he's seen as like a very progressive pope, apparently, um, just from what I've heard anecdotally and like what I found reading about him. Yeah, he's like great he's, on Twitter. Right. He crushes on Twitter. <laughs> um, and then you you knew a little bit of background about him when he was in Argentina, right? Before yeah, he, he was born in Argentina pope. and then spent a lot of time doing the Catholic thing in Argentina. Um, and so he like kind of went through some stuff and it seems like a lot of it was you know, because the Catholic Church is a huge institution. And like you said, like with those people who are now going to teach classes to kids, you know, you're like obligated to do a bunch of stuff for the church and be the face of it. But as you get higher up in the church, that becomes being like the face of the church. And so there's a lot of like instant, I don't know, there's a big political thing that happened in, uh, in Argentina where the military just took over and then started killing people who oppose them. 
classic military classic military and so you know he he's always saying how he's like they're like apolitical we're staying out of political but we're also doing that in a way that it keeps us close to the current political military party which included turning kind of a blind eye to some other some like some outspoken catholics being kidnapped and tortured which i thought was kind of horrifying um he also would just say like a lot of insane hypocritical things like judging politicians for having a bunch of money and then they're poor people like you know there's people suffering here and you're hiding in your comfortable homes with all of this money and then he just became pope and just goes to the vatican which is maybe the most ostentatious place in the entire world (laughs) it's truly yeah yeah and that i mean that's like a huge i mean that can be our first point really is like so he would shame which yeah shame rich people i don't give a fuck yeah but less but then also don't be a rich person it can't be face value right you have to believe in what you're saying and so he shames all these people for having hoarding their wealth and not giving back to the poor and all this stuff and then he goes to the vatican where um the wall street journal recently did a story that said money they were collecting for charity went to instead of actually going to charity went to like fix their uh, deficit like it went to kind of plug the hole in their budget instead of actually going to people who needed it so it's like oh do you actually care about anything you said or are you just another cog in this wheel of like corruption i mean he had this like history of being saying apolitical 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 but then riling up his supporters towards specific political beliefs he actively including in argentina actively fought against um gay rights legislation which was like done by pretty disliked politicians and it was cool that they were like bringing this up and then he made a pretty big stance against it even though now that's like one of the things people like him for is he tweeted out or said a statement of like hey divorced people gay people they can go to heaven too if they want i don't care right huge for the catholic church but everything he's done in his life has said that he doesn't actually think that yeah, someone being like, I'm apolitical and then riling up their followers to actually prove the opposite or whatever. You might as well just be like a libertarian podcaster at this point, because that's literally exactly what yeah. that's like. The That's exactly what you do when you're like, no, 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 I don't have an opinion until that opinion can make me money. Now I have it. And it's actually harmful to everybody else. So there's a great, sucks, whatever. It's a great through line. Um in Game of Thrones, where they have like a very similar political guy who's just like, I don't play these power sure. games and I'm actually playing the power games. And I only bring that up because it's played by Jonathan Price, who in that show looks just like the current Pope. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I only bring it up because that's all I've been watching for the last two <laughs> weeks. Uh, yeah, he, I know the guy you're talking about. He does, he does look very uh, papal or whatever, but he did. Sorry if you've never seen it. You'll know what happens. You'll see it. Um, not only does he not believe gay people are going to go to heaven, not as he doesn't like them, but he's actively weaponized homosexuality or like weaponized against homosexuality. There was a very popular priest who got um, who got in trouble for the big scandal that the Catholics are known for. Um, you know, he got Ooh. big trouble for being terrible <laughs> to children. Right. And oh, I thought I thought it was that they uh, I thought they were selling uh, fake vaccine cards. Is that not what <laughs> that, their thing is? <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice if that was? <laughs> um, uh, and so, OK, so he not only got in trouble for it, he actually got sentenced for it. And so during the appeals, our current pope who at the time, I don't think he was a cardinal. He was another. I don't remember all the high ranking positions in the Catholic Church, but no one needs to know. Cardinal is a big deal. Pope is the biggest deal. Everybody else. There's another one there, but he commissioned a report, an inquiry into the case to try and kind of 
uh, disprove this guy's guiltiness. And that mostly just included saying things like, these kids are liars. Some of them might even be gay. Why are we listening to these kids? Mm-hmm. He, Michael Jackson documentary them. He like came up and was like, everyone's like, here's all the evidence as to why Michael Jackson is a bad person. And then everyone's like, well, those kids are lying. So that's exactly, yeah. he, he literally took a strategy from the worst doc uh, of all time. Uh, I don't love that. And that guy was like his, I don't know their relationship. He sent they it were to the close. judge yeah. himself. Yeah. And I watched this uh, this documentary that's tracking how the Catholic Church is moving uh, priests around the world. And so you could go stand in line at the Vatican and then get to see the Pope like walk by you. And they went super early, so they were in the front row. And then they stood and like yelled at him. And I don't know what they said that got him to actually stop and go like, what was that? And like, go turn back and listen to everything. And then they like confronted him about this. And he just has to go, oh, no, I don't know anything about that and walk away. But it's in front of like several million people. It's It's funny that that's the interaction that they had. And he's like, oh, sorry, I don't know anything about that. And then he walks away. But like, I don't know, last year or something, two years ago, there was like a woman who pulled on his hand too hard and he like hit her hand. Do you remember that? Where he like hit a woman in public because she just loved him too much. But these people were like, you are, you know, protecting sinners. And he was like, ah, sorry, have a good day, folks. That's insane. I mean, I have a huge beef against the Catholic Church, but there's a million there's a million reasons to not like them. And one of which is like they're just generally terrible to women. Not only are they actively against most reproductive health, they're like they just won't you can't have a position of power sure very a lot of religions globally are like that where they just won't you know they're like sorry dudes are still in charge i mean we're all god's creatures we're all equal but like you know some of us a little more equal than others right no my i i tuned out after you said you had a huge beef i was just picturing it um (laughs) no i you're right they are they are i guess my so my like general thought is like I don't trust. So the Catholic church is like, it's not separate from the Pope, but I think in this conversation, it's like, yeah, I don't really support what the Catholic church does in any way, shape or form. So that's should be obvious to anyone who knows me, but I think the Pope, the position of Pope specifically, I don't trust anyone who wants that. I don't, it's the same way as like, if you're like someday I'm going to be president, I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to stay away from you forever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like anyone who has that level of, of ambition, knowing full well what goes into the position and the type of person you have to be to be successful enough to get to that level. Right. Any position like, of authority where like I want to have power over people. That's my dream. Some of them are like, I want to be a boss just because it makes more money. That's right. more reasonable to me than having like, no, I want to be the king of Catholics. I think right. it's important to me that I live in this incredibly insane show of wealth city that's its own city in the middle of Italy. There's just no way that you can be like, you can get to that position unscathed. You know what I mean? Like, there's just too much, like talking about the Catholic Church, there's just too much institutionalized sexism, you know, abuse uh lying violence all of this stuff that is literally the foundation of the thing you want to be the head of there's no way that you can do that and altruistically still be a good person in my mind and even if he was a good person who was trying to become this his journey was immediately muddied by that pretty much and he did things like oh i didn't have a secretary i answered my own phone Ooh, i 
badgered all the other priests to make sure we were actually outside trying to feed homeless people and do lots of things that made us look like good people. But immediately, like, all right, well, these scandals still exist and you're going to have to deal with them because no matter, as soon as you have any position of power in a Catholic church, your underlings are going to do something terrible and you're going to have to deal with it. And he chose to toe the party line. Support it's so funny to it's so funny to brag about not having a secretary being like, oh, okay, you just took away a job from someone who probably could have used that <laughs> tight. Also, you're, what you answer your phone? Yeah, we we all do that. We all answer our own. Yeah. Phone. We have cell phones. I don't know if you guys get service up there <laughs> since you're, you know, you maybe you don't need it because you're so close to God or whatever, but like the rest of us, we answer our own phone calls all the time. So you're not you're not better than me, Pope. Okay. He gets a lot of love for saying positive things, kind of. And I think mostly it's just a testament to how terrible the Catholic Church has been. <laughs> Where it's right. like, at least they're actively saying nice things once in a while now. You know, before when they were like, listen, anyone who's not like us is going to burn forever. Now he's like, hey, maybe you won't burn. I don't know. Right. <laughs> You're like, wow, this guy is amazing in contrast to what he's been. It's in the way right. that like capitalism is awesome because it's not feudalism. Sure, exactly. <laughs> like, it, cool. I Yeah, I do like the idea of the Pope being like, all right, look, Jesus might have been Dominican or something, just something crazy. <laughs> and everyone be like, this guy's great. You hear it? He's, he's coming to us. He's coming to being on our side. He might have like, had a tan. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? You could have had a little ethnic blood in there. Who knows? It's the Middle East. A lot of things are going on. It could be anything. That's that one part always really stuck out to me because that was a thing talked about, like brought up for some reason in Segretown, Pennsylvania. And our CCD was that Jesus had to be white and that he was like this white. And you're like, but there's no one else there is is that. <laughs> no Why would they? They literally brought that up. Are that you was a big serious? beef I had was like they were very literal with a lot of the imagery and a lot of <laughs> yeah. like that. This is what he looked like. This is, you know, we have a giant crucifix in the middle of our church right. of like a, a very European ass dude dying on the cross. And you're like, I don't know, man, I you can like see the nobody yeah. there looks like this. I don't you're know. Like, Dear porcelain white baby Jesus, we pray to you. <laughs> at the altar of your little pink toes and everyone's just like i don't know if that adds up <laughs> scientifically speaking i don't know if that's correct uh yeah i i we should reach out to the pope and see if he thinks that jesus is black i think that's an, an important thing for us to do as a podcast i do want to know where he stands on that in particular because i don't think he's come out and said that which means you know, if he if little people pleaser Pope wants to get my vote, all right, as a confirmed member of Seven Dollars Catholic Church, he's gonna have to tell me that Jesus is black. I'm gonna need that from him. Sorry, buddy. Jesus is a redhead. Everybody knows that. He's got black be. people can be redheads. Blake Griffin. Are you saying you don't know who that is? Blake I don't Griffin's recognize the existence of Blake Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> now you sound like uh, one of your CCD teachers talking about black Jesus. So <laughs> Jeez, I don't recognize. I'm convinced Jesus was brown. Yeah, brown and black are interchangeable in my uh, in my purview. Is that a word? Purview? Every no, every week on this word. podcast, I think it is, but I don't no think purview, I use it. Right. Buddy. No, it's a word, every yeah. every week on this podcast. I use a word I've like read before, but never used in a sentence, and then I like say it confidently until one second after. I'm like, yeah. should I not have done that? Did I? Make I think a you could get away with it ninety percent of the time, and right. just immediately shoot yourself. But uh, so as far as the Pope is concerned, like I've I've never been a big. First of all, all the like 
pomp and circumstance surrounding it is so annoying to me. Okay. Yeah. The idea of being like, whoa, shit, we got this. We need to check the smoke. Is it pink smoke? Is it white smoke? What is the smoke? To just do, do we have a new pope yet? Have the doves been released or whatever is insane. All right. And then also, this motherfucker goes on more parades than like a I know small town summer. It's insane. celebrated for being modest. That's like his huge thing. That's his like number one attribute that people are like, this is the modest Pope. He doesn't have a secretary. He does live in a castle and does uh, ride around in giant parades on top of a car. That's make sure he's very visible for everyone that has a throne, but that's okay. He's a modest guy. It's 2021 dog. Just cut a YouTube promo and let's call it a day. <laughs> The idea that even pre-pandemic that you're getting this many people together just to mob each other as you drive past and wave like a fucking twat is insane to me that this is like a thing that people love. I'm, you know, obviously the whole thing with this podcast is like hero worship is kind of stupid. So like it is a hard thing for me to watch. It's like the biggest example of that. You're like, all right, right. the way we treat celebrities is insane. But the way the world treats the biggest celebrity is twice as insane right it's truly wild and we're like we just throw money at it that's right what's insane to me too is like how financial it is that's wild i don't know a lot of those buildings sorry like a lot of the buildings that aren't modern were like hey we had all the money for this period we were the only people that could afford artists we're the only people that could afford architecture yes we preach about like giving and not keeping money and like you know everyone should have stuff and we should feed all these poor people but we are going to amass as much wealth as possible and then have these giant incredible beacons to wealth and all as like our institutions I'm just saying, like, you can't be mad at me for spending like 150 bucks to get spit on by Kendrick Lamar. If you're going to like if you're going to like cream your jeans when the Pope maybe waves in your general direction. You know what I mean? I think if you're over 60, it's okay to be Catholic still. And if you're like under 30, what is wrong with you? (laughs) I truly I am blown away by it. If you're (laughs) over 60 and you still believe in God, I am. I question your intelligence. Well, hey, man. I, <laughs> I think people generally uh, that's fucked up. I don't believe I don't think I believe. Yeah, that. that's insane. No, um, but you but here's the thing. Also, I'm, it makes more sense to believe in God as you get older because you're you're like, hey, maybe how? I don't know, because I'm screaming towards death, dude. <laughs> people start getting no, way more religious statistically when they're closer to death. But that's not proving that's not proving the existence of God. That's you being scared and hoping that there's something after yeah. you die. That's different. Like life is so fucked up and i'm half the age that you uh, you know that we talked about am. so like oh. yeah I'm, i am 15 years old Listen, i just turned 59 so this is kind of important <laughs> to me and like i'm very much like well if there's somebody in control of this shit boy i hope i never meet them because they seem like a horrible being you know what i mean like there's so much wild shit going on that i feel like the older you get it's probably i i would hope i would creep more toward the idea of there being like i don't know whatever i this is like too deep for this podcast but i would i i'm not opposed to the idea of people being like there's an afterlight that you should you know that i want to be a part of and that i care about whatever it is uh and whatever form it exists that's fine but to be like there's a being in control of everything that happened is like if you've lived long enough you've seen so much horrible shit that the the idea that you're still like i gotta meet god he seems like a cool dude is like God who killed all of your friends before you? Is that who you want? I'm open. See, I'm open to it, but not in the way of like, it's so dumb to be like, there's a person is a large person and has a will much like a human. That is like a cartoonish example to me. But I also like the idea of being like, maybe we're like a tiny part of a giant critter. 
I might as well. I want to cut this part out so bad. I really am like, what is this too intense for what we're doing in our podcast? I mean, I think we're talking fine. about an organization that does terrible things to people. I think it's okay to like kind of talk about the fun philosophy side of it. Yeah, but my re- my religious belief is like, what if we're just like an alien beings accidental like pre come and this just happens? It's like, I don't know if I want you know my mom to hear that but she doesn't listen she doesn't support us that's the whole problem anyway so it doesn't matter um do you the only other thing i wanted to say regarding all this was i never trust i've never trusted the pope to be like no matter what people say about the pope i'm never like oh yeah this guy's gonna be the one to turn it around or whatever you know what i mean i feel like people who become pope are like uh like cops who join the system to like change it from the inside where it's like, okay, that's a nice idea in theory, but we all know that if I check back in in three years, you know, you're going to be putting crack in like the confessional or something. You're going to be dealing crack from your confessional or some bullshit. And it also feels very much like presidents and that like, I don't, I think the machine is already too powerful for you personally to do shit about it. I think right. you get to do gestures that might make people feel good about it. And that's kind of the big thing that that's been happening with both the financial aspect of it and what they've been doing to kids is that like, he's established a board of people who are supposed to deal with it for him and they have plans and that's it. No actions, just they have plans. And that's kind of what they have to do is to, whenever they do an interview, they'll tell people, we've got plans to deal with this at some point. And you're like, this is just a guy who's just trying to tell us maybe it'll be okay. But I'm saying burn the whole institution to the ground. Maybe physically, yeah. like in Canada, maybe more metaphorically, where we find other places to find hope and solace in each other. But it's, yeah, it's, it's truly crazy. There's no guy who's going to get this job and then suddenly the Catholic Church is a cool thing. Right. Yeah. I think we need a, we need a, we need a papal reboot. We need to like the same way. We just need someone who has, (laughs) I realized what I was about to say is exactly what happened with the 45th president of the United States. And uh, it didn't work out for us. So maybe what I was, I was like, Katy Perry should be the Pope, you know, like just let someone who has no, no, uh, need a businessman. Yeah. No, no business actually being in the, in the, in the seat of Pope. Uh, that's what so we want. Crazy there, to me that we still need like a person to be the head of an institution, a religious institution. That to me is like speaks to the whole thing being poison. Why does it need to be an institution that has this much control and power? Like what, when you, one of my family, like when we went to church as a kid, nothing about that was made better knowing that there was like a super church somewhere that was in charge of this one. Sure. The only there parts a, of it that were good were like, hey, we know the people in town who need help and maybe we'll help them or we'll like yeah. do events to raise money for them, hopefully. There is a little, there's like a lot of like pageantry with all of it where it's like, okay, this is the head and this person dresses, elo- you know, elegantly and, uh, you know, then all this power flows down and like, but it's all directly word, the word of God coming to you in, you know, bumfuck Minnesota all the way through filter through this guy in Italy or whatever. And you're just like, I don't know, man, you're right. It, it should just be the Vatican and all this shit should just be like a board of like 15 directors. And they should be like, here's our stance on this. 
here's our stance on that. We should probably stop stealing money from poor. <laughs> we should stop saying we're collecting money for poor people and stealing it. And we should work on this abuse stuff. Screw you know, like, the, that's what it should be. Screw the mass thing entirely. There should just be a place you go to in the weekend. You gather money for specific people or projects to help each other. And then you just read stories that have the themes that you want to teach people. It could even be freaking Marvel movies for all I care. I just don't, I just think it's insane that it has to be like, well, this is the thing that they do, and that's what connects us is that we do the same one because then that's also what makes us different from them. It's ludicrous to me. You're like, I don't no. get the benefits of it being an organization. I see a million flaws with it, but I don't see like the great benefits of it being like all them connected. Other than I'm like, unless you want to meet people to make money with. Sure. I think uh, you mentioned Ludacris. I think he'd be a great pulp. I think that's a good person <laughs> yeah. to put in the chair. Look, if we're going to have a pope, make it someone fun. <laughs> uh, okay. we're. I think we're at a time where we should talk about scale. Do you have a scale for this week? I don't have a scale. I got all heated up watching this and completely forgot to do it. I can tell. <laughs> you're, there, you're fired up with informational bullets. When you have something done for, you know, forced down your throat as a kid, you start. you get charged up about it, I feel like. Yeah, that's also, how I, I feel like, about vegetables. I met 100%. someone recently who like married, so who just got married very young, and they were both like, "Yeah, we're Catholic." And I was just, I was just blown away that they're like, I get they're still there's like young religious people, but I am blown away when they choose Catholicism because it seems like the least, like you know, they they have like the least face of actually being decent. I don't know. All, all we've heard about the Catholic Church in the last like thirty years have been terrible things, and it's weird that there's still people who are like, "Yeah, that's what I want to be." Yeah, I guess I don't really. Here's my thing is like, I feel like especially if you're younger now, there's like a there is like a progressive Catholicism that exists that like you're maybe that's just the word you're using. But you kind of pick and choose the parts of it that you uh, actually agree with and abide by and support. And I, I, I feel like especially if it's a newer couple or whatever, that's a thing um, I am religion in general for me is tough just because I'm like it feels like we've always been told you have to take this wholesale and it's like well this is insane to take wholesale and then once you start picking and choosing stuff I'm like that's great but then also what is this you know what I mean like why can't we just then I, I just have a hard time kind of figuring out um what we're actually doing with religion <laughs> yeah i think i think yeah, a lot of it is that. just kind of like trying to be part of something which i don't i have no problem with it's when you're part of something and part of being part of that uh group is like tearing down other groups or like being adversarial to other groups that's where my problems sneak in yeah so, I and i'm like most of the stuff i feel like you can get a lot of great there's a lot of art that teaches you themes that are similar but I did read this like short, very short book by a Buddhist monk that talked about the power. Like, and there was like one page that talked about the power of like talking about these ideas philosophically with a group that is helpful and not just like hiding alone in your room and being like, oh, this is how to be a good person. But I just have sure. no other like value other than that I see from this. Buddhism maybe, is maybe the we'll... one true religion. I oh, will say. God. It's also <laughs> terrible. They're yes. also, it's like, that's a fun example to me because I feel like. It's very easy to go to like, well, Buddhists are cool and nice, yeah. but like, no, they've also been convinced to do a genocide in the last like 10 years. So like everyone's terrible. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess this podcast is the new religion for anybody who's please. Yeah. So. Let's gather each week and just talk about ideas we believe in, which is that everyone is gray, including Buddha himself. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so you don't have a scale, so uh, I will go. I will go. Um, so on a scale of one to ten, how shitty do I think Pope Francis is? One being he's not that shitty at all. Ten being shittiest person, you know, this side of the Mississippi. Um, here's my and here here are my examples for a one and a ten. So one being not shitty is he Pope Francis. Um, I'm in a Walmart. Okay. Wow. And uh, I'm judging you already. Well, you know, I'm in a Walmart in uh, Arkansas. I'm, I don't know how I, my car broke down. I, I, I got a I just got a hotel for the night because I just didn't have time to deal with this bullshit. And uh, I'm at a wall. It's storming. It's actually a storm. It's coming. It's, a, it's like tornado season. <laughs> so everybody's <laughs> hunkering down. Uh, I'm just looking for all I need is batteries all i just need double uh, a batteries for this flashlight i have in my trunk i'm gonna go back to the hotel i got some food there i'm just gonna hunker down for the night hopefully everything's fine in the freaking morning okay it's been a long gd day sorry to curse it's been a long gd day i see the batteries there's one there's one uh like package of batteries left i reach for it and as i reach pope francis is next to me reaching for the same pack of batteries he's in arkansas He's there to uh, defrock a deacon who's, you know, assaulted a dog or something. And then uh, that's so crazy. We both know he wouldn't wouldn't defrock that deacon. He would just move him to another part of Arkansas. But he's like, and I'm like, oh, hey, 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 Franny. I call him Franny. Hey, Fran. And he he speaks in Italian or whatever gibberish. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, I'm like, yeah, I just. I, you know, I need the batteries. And he's like, he, the one I, I'm grabbing him. He's grabbing him. We're looking at each other. It's a stare down. And then over the intercom here, Walmart will be closing in five minutes. Shoppers, please know the Walmart will be closing in five minutes. And I look at him. I'm, tears are welling up in my eyes. He looks back at me, cold, dead stare. And then he, the one piece of English that he knows is this. He looks at me and he goes, love the pod. And then lets the batteries go. <laughs> let's the batteries go. I take up <laughs> and, uh, and then, uh, you know, I go home and I just go jerk off in the hotel. Um, so, and then a 10, the worst thing that could possibly happen is, uh, he, <laughs> I I am a I am a devout Catholic, okay, and um, I just I go to a church in Southern Pennsylvania or something, and uh, my seems church personal, but okay, <laughs> <laughs> my church just so happens to be the one where every like disgraced priest and deacon and church member has to go once they fall out of favor with the church. So it's like. Every week, it's a new guy who sucks, and we just have to. We keep going to the church because it's court mandated for some reason. Like we're, they're like, if you don't show up to church, you're gonna go to prison and you're gonna lose all of your assets. You have to do this for 365 straight days. I have to go to church every day, oh. and every day it is a new, uh, it is a new disgraced priest giving me a lesson, teaching me, telling me specifically why I'm a bad person and why I need to follow in the footsteps of God. That's a ten. Okay. On a scale of one to 10, where do I think he lies? I think Pope Francis is. 
I think he's a. I think he's a. I think he's a five. A five. Maybe a little higher. I'm going way higher. I'll let you know now. I'm going to go six. I think he's a six because I do think you get into this sort of thing in general to like be helpful to people and you care about people. But like, like I said, being Pope is like being president. And I really don't, I think at a certain level, you've probably done some terrible things to get there and you're actively doing terrible things and spreading hurtful messages to fucking stay there. So maybe a seven. I'm gonna oh, go seven. Yeah, crank that. Crank. I'm that, gonna go seven. Buddy. Fucking get it up. There. Just because, Hell like, yeah. you can you can be a good person, but if you're swimming in shit, you're still covered in shit. You know what I mean? Like you're in. He's fucking nose deep in shit right now. So uh, I'm gonna go seven. I changed my mind. Fuck yeah. Hell he's yeah. He's bad. Crank he's it. almost as bad as you know, like fucking Albert Einstein or whatever. <laughs> all right, all right. See, for me, I think like a one would be. Kind of my experience with it was I have to go be a Catholic long enough to just get old enough to have my own opinions and then I get to leave. I get to walk away and then it's easy, right? You're just done. Oh, you you get to choose your relationship with the church. And if you don't want it, you get to just go home, watch your cartoons, enjoy your life. That's a nice chill relationship with the Catholic Church. I think a 10 is to have to run a CCD class. Be, oh, that's great. Be yeah. 18 and have to answer questions to kids you don't really like that much about that's great about the meaning of life <laughs> about the, shit you know nothing about. Yeah, that's so great about a book you haven't even really read. <laughs> right. Like and in the I, Old Testament, they're like, there's an Old Testament. What? Oh, God, I can't even read the new one. It's so long. Right. Please stop. Um, do you have friends who, by the way, were like really into like the Christian school is way more intense. Christians, I feel like actually really got into being Christian. We had like a mega church in our town. We didn't even mm -hmm. have a stoplight, but we somehow had several churches and a mega church in the woods. And they would have like like a comedy club. You'd have like weird shows during the week. Yeah, they would have like weird people show up and speak during the week. One of which um, we got into a big argument over evolution. So I went with them to their church to see this guy speak. And he was just like really big against Pangea, really big against sure. dinosaurs. But then also stuff like the Grand Canyon wasn't made from erosion. That's impossible. The Grand Canyon was made because when Noah's Ark happened, there was another layer in the atmosphere that was just water and it fell so hard that it shook the earth up. And that's why we have mountains and the Grand Canyon. <laughs> What this is even like the that. end game with those kinds of lies? I don't get it. <laughs> this wasn't even you're attacking sciences that were actively staying out of your way. <laughs> right. Why are you such a fucking Noah Stan? You know what I mean? Like he's not he's not fighting for you wherever he is in hell. No, you know? <laughs> definitely in hell. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, that was also one of them was just like a, a pyramid scheme guy. Just one day these kids showed up and were like, hey, guys, we're going to retire when we're 30 and you oh, have to Jesus. whenever you buy stuff. Could you buy it from this link, please? It gives us yikes. The the That's top. wild. Yeah, it's super insane shit. Um, but I would give him a nine because uh, wow. yeah, that, that, actively, is that the highest grade given out on this yeah, podcast? Yeah, I, think yeah. it is. I made that choice earlier today before we recorded that he deserves that because not only is he like He's getting presented with problems that are like out of his hand, but he gets this position where he can, if he actually gave a shit about people, he could solve real problems with the church scandals. And he's doing the most bare minimum bullshit possible to just, I mean, he's actively helped 
make victims feel terrible about themselves. He's actively gone in, not in the way, but he's actively attacked victims in his rise to being a pope. He's so much more concerned with this structure of this Catholic Church and the face of the Catholic Church that he's actively done terrible things to people. And he, I'm just, I think it's unacceptable. I think as soon as you find out someone has done something like this, you kick them completely out of the church and they'd have done nothing like that. They've just been, if anything, supported them. And it's freaking heinous. I truly have a lot of beef with the Catholic Church and he supported the aspects of it that I think suck. So I'm giving him a freaking nine. That's why, that is... That's my chumbo-wumbo of the week, baby. You gave Hitler a four. So this yeah. is crazy. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> Even he at the end realized he wasn't a big fan of himself. Do you think there's anything that the Pope could do to you to like personally redeem, like to lower that score? At all? Yeah, actually do any act of work against child predators <laughs> sure. in the church. Just sure. anything at all. Rather than hire a guy who's just supposed to go around and go, yeah, we know about it and we're working on it. Anything, you know, anything right. active. But, you know, they're very into forgiveness, specifically forgiving these dudes <laughs> yeah specifically when it's in their best interest and it's people <laughs> that they would like to just shuffle around uh yeah okay well shit, how about this I mean, how about also by the way why don't we just let the homeless people live in the vatican why don't we move all these weird rich old dudes out of there and just let homeless people live there turn the whole thing into the bucks all right why don't you take it down a notch all right that's <laughs> what the hell Albert, where can people find you uh, outside of this podcast? Please don't find me after what I said today. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can find me on the internet, Hot Young Albert. Um, I'm around tweeting sometimes. Sometimes I'll post a picture on the gram. Not really up to stuff. You can find me at a company I probably won't name yet until I'm more comfortable with. Uh, you should probably never heating. name it. There's yeah. literally no reason to ever name it. Hey man, maybe they maybe you need a heater installed. I could come and help. If they you. sponsor us, do you think if you could stay there for like three months, have them sponsor us? I think that would be great. Okay, if I make I it for three fun. months, that'd be tight. <laughs> um, Benethy, where can people find you? Your nicknames for me are always so hurtful. I don't know why. <laughs> why that hurtful? Really hurt. That hurts my heart. I don't know. I didn't I'm like sorry. it. Sorry. Wow. Um, yeah. You're too <laughs> sorry, soft. Just been, just been sitting on this. Um, you can find me at Shaq Katzner on Twitter. Buy my book. Hello, my name is Poop. Coming out October 26th. Uh, we've got some live shows coming up. If you're in New York and you listen to this, which I don't know who that is, I am headlining uh, Tuesday night at 10 p.m. at the Tiny Cupboard in uh, Brooklyn. And tickets are free online right now. Five dollars at the door. Come uh, see your boys slang some of these dangalangs. You know what I'm talking about? A couple zip Press. zaps, a couple yuck em ups, yeah. a couple lick em downs. You know what I'm saying? If you're trying to see that. And uh, hopefully I will do some like uh, book release shows in New York and maybe Minnesota or whatever coming up in the coming months. So I don't know. Hit me up. Stay on top of that. But otherwise, uh, find me when I'm sleeping and just lick my earlobe. I'm into that. Yeah, get in there. As oh, always, uh, please like and subscribe. Yeah, and then the email. Yeah, please like and subscribe. You can email us at burnyourheroespod at gmail.com. You can talk to us on Twitter at burnyourheroes, unless you're that one guy I pissed off on Facebook who gave us a negative review. Oh, uh, you son of a bitch. No. Yeah. <laughs> you do it all the time. They don't come review our podcast. Yeah, I'm my the idiots, one spiteful guy, I guess. My races don't really know how to use the internet. <laughs> we still only dropped to a 4.7, so come on in there. Help us. Weight that back up to a five. You guys are the best. We appreciate your comments. We appreciate your reviews. Thank you for listening. As always, we'll see you next week.
Suck my toes.